This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we... Oh, today, Matthew is adjusting the height of his mic stand. Oh, that's because today we are we are coming to you from Molly's basement, a.k.a. the red carpeted love dungeon. Yeah, we'll post a picture on the website. Yes. Um, well, actually, we've posted a picture already on our Instagram. Oh, did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of our beautiful studio setup today. Uh, my, my basement um, is currently uh, sort of torn apart because it's getting new carpet. And so mattress... Uh, mattress. <laughs> mattress. I'm mattress. <laughs> so Matthew and I have uh, built ourselves a little padded cell here out of a mattress and a box spring. That's what it's like. I said earlier that it was like being trapped in a mattress store, but no, it's like being in a padded cell. It is. It is. So uh, I knew this is where we were going to end up. Uh, this is this is where it all ends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like recording down here, actually. it's it's I mean, my dining room doesn't have any kind of a vibe. Uh, this has a real vibe. Yeah. This has a real, like, um, post-apocalyptic kind this of This is vibe. what it's going to be like. When we're recording in the bunker. Yes, like any day now. Yeah. Okay, so today we are talking about something that um, is much more lighthearted than the apocalypse. <laughs> today we are talking about animal crackers. Yeah, yeah. so... Did you did you grow up with animal crackers? And are they animal crackers or animal cookies? I think this is going to keep coming up. So I have always called them animal crackers. And I think that's because what I grew up with was this little box that we yes. have right here. Um, the Barnum and Bailey's. Or I thought it was Barnum and Bailey's. I guess it's just Barnum's. Yeah, I think it's Weird. always did, been did Barnum's. Ba- did Bailey sell their shares in the circus? Maybe there was a Bailey scandal. Maybe Bailey, you know... Did something terrible and uh, had to be erased from history. So, okay, this this little package that's made to look like, I don't know, like a, a stage with or like a train car with a whole bunch of different animals in it. And when we were kids, Matthew, it didn't have this little cardboard handle on top. It had a string now, that was tucked inside. And so you could carry it around by the string. You could carry this little box. Yes. Yeah, so here's what's weird. So when I was researching this, I learned that the string was supposedly originally when they came out in the early 1900s to hang it from your Christmas tree like an ornament, I guess after you eat the, I don't know if this is before or after you eat the cookies, but here's the other thing. 
I bought it expecting that it would have the string. Yeah. And then I couldn't find any evidence online that they had ever stopped doing the string. So I... Do you think that there's a string inside here? I think either there's a string inside here, or this was like a weird box, or they did it and no one noticed, or we're living in a parallel universe where there is a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad, and they took the string off of the Barnum's Animals box. You know, basically what we've got here is the animal cracker equivalent of that uh, that famous like philosophical moment when the cat is inside the box and you don't know if it's dead or oh, alive, yeah, it's, right? Oh, it's Schrodinger's animal cracker. So we might open the box and all the animals inside are dead, <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, no, I was talking about the string, dude. Oh, I know, I know what you meant. Anyway, I grew up with these animal crackers. Oh my god, and it used to have wax paper inside. Yes, I remember that very like, well. Now it's like a foil package. Yeah. So I grew up with these, and I distinctly remember. Um, I remember, you know, Crescent Market, which I've talked about before mm-hmm. on the show. So I remember, like, in Crescent Market where the cookie aisle was, and I remember seeing... I'm glad you remember where the cookie aisle I was. remember seeing the stacks of animal crackers on the, on the cookie aisle, and I remember asking my mom if I could have them, and, and often she would say yes, because somehow these cookies looked wholesome. Oh, they do. It's, they don't have any kind of frosting or chocolate. You know, they look like they could be made of oatmeal or something. And so I would open them up and, um, and you know, they had that wax paper inside and you would always hope that you could get the fold at the top of the wax paper pouch open without tearing it, right? Yes. So that they yes. could fold it back over because you could never eat like a whole one of these boxes no, in one sitting. No, and they get stale so quickly. So you would hope that you could fold back over the, uh, the, the wax paper pouch and then you would carry it around by its little like plastic string. Right. And uh, and now apparently we've got I, I want listeners to, to weigh in on this. Like, do you still see the plastic string or have they gone all paper handle? Do you still see it? Even if it's not, <laughs> if it's there? not there. Are you hallucinating? <laughs> have, are they putting LSD in, in the animal crackers? I hope so. Hmm. I guess these taste like I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what's your history with animal crackers? Mm. Well, there's part of it I'm not supposed to talk about because of the court order. Um, <laughs> me, me and Bailey got up to some trouble. Um, I definitely had the same, the same packs. I was never super excited about them as a kid. I think I'm more excited about them now than I was as like a six year old, but I certainly remember eating them. And I remember this very particular flavor that they have that I think looking at the ingredients is probably like a lot of artificial vanilla. Yeah, it's it's now that I think about it, it's a little bit of a weird flavor. Mm-hmm, yeah. The texture is really pleasing though. Like I, Oh yeah. I, yeah, I I um I'm really excited to have these. Although I got to say I'm real bummed about this new packaging because like Matthew, how are you going to keep yours from going stale? It's not going to do any good to try to fold over the top of your like aluminum pouch. I'm, Are you looking at your animals? Okay, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, key use uh, prayer to keep them to keep them fresh. <laughs> you know um, that seems to be working really well for our political climate. Uh-huh. So keep it up. Um, I I was I was distracted. I'm sorry because I was trying to figure out what this animal is that I'm holding. Because this this was always the thing with animal crackers. Like, some of the animals are obvious. Like, I just ate <laughs> a lion. Is, this is a kangaroo, but it also looks it a is? little bit like a T-Rex. Well, look at the key at the top. It'll tell you. Oh, is it a seal? No, but this no, is no, not no. a seal. They, there, are more, there are way more animals in here than are printed on the top of the box. Wait there's only five animals here. This is like a 
I think this is, is it a beaver. It's I, got a log. Uh, yeah, but look at its back legs. It's got these big old like. Oh, uh, it really thigh does muscles. look like a kangaroo. But, but it's got it's got a head like a T Rex. It's got a head like a it's got a head like a mashed potatoes. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and and why is it? Why does it have this log? I mean, neither neither T Rexes nor yeah, yeah, kangaroos are closely need associated with to logs. Sit on it; just sits on its haunches. Yes, it's got. When you have haunches like this, who you needs s- logs? You've got to sit on that. <laughs> That's right. Check out the haunches on this um, <laughs> this kangaroo T kangarex. <laughs> We've been doing spilled milk for almost eight years. Can you believe it? I I really can't. Like, I feel like we've gone, we, we're now like past uh, the top of the hill where like we can <laughs> never we, stop. Yeah, now we're just sliding down and screaming the whole way. <laughs> you know, what, I just want to say to our listeners, us. whatever you do, do not go back and listen to episode one. It consists almost entirely of sizzling noises. Yes, that was back <laughs> when we thought we were going to be doing a serious food show with like a, an in the kitchen, like live on the scene cooking segment every time. Like I'm Bobby Flay and you're... Um, and Burrell, is that somebody? No. <laughs> Who's that? No. Can I be Sarah Moulton? <laughs> oh, oh my God, yes. I know how you feel about Sarah Moulton. Anyway, you know, we were young and stupid then, and we are just, we're older and stupider now, yeah. and, and it's great. It really feels like we've been doing this long enough that uh, we were not the same people when we started. I think um, that's almost I, for sure. Probably we were better people, but uh, thank you so much for sticking with us through through all of this. And and let's not let's not sugarcoat this. We have all we've all had a, a lot to get through lately. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of fucked up shit going on out there. Yeah, and like it's uh, you know it feels it feels weird to be like a couple of goofballs doing meaningless jokes and asking for your help to do it mm-hmm. when. Uh, there are a lot of serious problems in the world. Yes. But then, you know, we, we stepped back and thought about like, you know, what's getting us through this time and like, you know, giving us the energy to try and go out and be good people and do good. I things. know. I know what's getting okay. me through it. My dog. Yes. So, um, so <laughs> please send us so dogs. <laughs> uh, no, no. But seriously, seriously, when I really think about what gets me through the days, it, it is like these, these, uh, it's the little things, Matthew. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's like a really great song. It is a really good laugh while listening to a really good podcast. It's this show, Matthew. Yes. And, we we know we've heard from listeners who have told us exactly that that like you know that when things seems like things really suck uh they know that they can tune in every week and get some silly lighthearted, inclusive dopey comedy from two dopes yeah from from two bfs <laughs> and i'm not i'm not comparing us to two dope queens that's a different and much better podcast yeah yeah now we are just two best friends who uh who've never been married to each other despite what you might have read on the internet yeah there's a lot of rumors out there a lot of tweets yep uh, a lot of snapchats (laughs) yeah no uh really spilled milk is our job and it's also producer abby's job you pay for all of our salaries and we are immensely and eternally grateful yeah, I mean, we we make this show really just for, I mean, to entertain ourselves, definitely, mm-hmm. and to entertain our listeners. It's not for any other reason. And, like, being paid directly by the people who listen to our stuff is, it's just the best way to work. And it makes us so happy that, that uh, you support us that way. Yeah. And at least one of us wants to keep doing this show forever. And I'll never say which one it is. <laughs> That's right. And uh, and the other one is, like, secretly making plans uh, to hire a replacement. Yes. 
yeah. But the, Such as the actual Sarah Moulton. You know, to, to get to either one of these goals, we need you. We yes. need our subscribers. So here's how this works. You should become a subscriber. It's great for us, but it's also great for you. It's uh, it's the very definition of a win-win situation yep. because and you get so much cool stuff. You get so much cool stuff. And at, at any of the three levels at which you can subscribe, you get like an awesome title, like Little Limber Twig, yep. Magnum Bonum Sustaining Member, or Glycine Max Super Member. Matthew, tell them what they'll win. Okay. At the Little Limber Twig level, uh, that name was coined by Molly, that is $5 a month, and these subscriptions are open to anybody in any country. You do not have to be a U.S. resident. Uh, if you've got a major credit or debit card, you can join the team. At the Little Limber Twig level, you receive a handwritten postcard from us. Uh, you get put onto our subscriber-only mailing list, uh, which is written by me. Yep, and includes a lot of Phil Collins lyrics. Yes, I was driving Molly insane this morning by loudly and off-key singing uh, Phil Collins uh, against against all odds. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> while while she was trying to talk to me about things. Yep, and that is basically what our newsletter is like. Mm -hmm. But it includes information about like you get previews of upcoming live shows. You get first crack at those tickets. I tell you like what episodes are coming up. We share like things we've been listening to or watching lately that make us really happy. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it's always some indie song. Only that like I usually it. don't yeah, like. Yeah, th th right. Yeah. <laughs> and best of all, though, you get bonus episodes. Yes. Yeah. See, twice a year, uh, sometimes more, twice a year, yeah. we tape a special episode that is only for you subscribers. Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's normal. It's like, um, like hot fudge or like frozen entrees or something. Mm -hmm. But... But the things we do with hot fudge are anything but normal. Yeah, sometimes or all the time, it's something really weird. Like, remember when we did the like flavored condoms episode, yeah. or was the singles episode? Was that a bonus episode? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Yes, when the, we we listened to the we watched the movie singles and then just talked about it. Yes, um, and uh, I think at least two people enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so coming up uh, bonus episode wise, so we, we know what we're going to do for our next couple because uh, Molly mm -hmm. and I are going to Tokyo together uh, in a couple months and we're definitely going to record a bonus episode there. Yep. And we also recently went to a nude beach together and uh, taped some of that experience and are going to see if we can turn that into a bonus episode. Yes, but we are only going to do the nude beach episode if we hit our goal for this pledge drive of 60 new or upgrading subscribers. Yes. So, so we got to hit that goal. We got to hit that goal. We're going to yeah. put up the old uh, donation thermometer at spilledmilkpodcast.com slash donate. And you can go and check and see how close we are. Like it was real awkward. And you're going to want to listen in on this nude beach experience. Yep. Yep. So let's say that you want to contribute even more than $5 a month. You can become a Magnum Bonum sustaining member at uh -huh. the $10 a month level. And for that, you get all the things that the little limber twigs get. Plus, so that's you get the postcard, the mailing list, the bonus episodes. Plus, you get a spilled milk t-shirt, mug, or tote bag. And we're going to have all new designs this year. Yeah, it's been a while since we've refreshed our designs. And now we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing uh, it. Uh, producer Abby is working on that. We don't know exactly what they're going to say yet, but I think they they might have some uh, selections of our closing jokes from past episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. Yep. Yeah. And but let's say let's say that you're really aiming for the stars. And I am. What you want to contribute? I, I am on Star Search. What you want to contribute is more than five, more than ten dollars. You want to contribute twenty dollars a month. I do. That That's make, what I want to do. That makes you a Glycine Max Super member. And for that, you get. 
everything we can provide. Like you get, <laughs> we just basically wow. come to our come to your house and move in, and and like it's a big like, whole polyamorous thing. You're gonna get the postcard, the mailing list, the the merchandise, mm-hmm. uh, and a box of snacks that is hand picked, curated by us and sent directly to you. Yep. And this fall, that box is going to be better than ever because on our trip to Tokyo, we are going to scour the shelves of the local convenience stores. Yes. And we are going to find the best snacks that Tokyo has to offer that are not available at, you know, our local Seattle Asian markets. Yeah. And this is not going to be a bunch of random stuff. We are going to like taste everything and make sure it's good before we send it to you. Yeah. And then we're going to send you the half eaten ones. (laughs) Psych! (laughs) Yeah. So just to reiterate, you know, all you need is a major credit card or debit card, and it is so easy to sign up. It's so easy to be loved by us. You just <laughs> how, how sweet it is to be loved by <laughs> you us. You just go to spilledmilkpodcast.com slash donate. Uh-huh. Easy peasy. And uh, and yeah, keep an eye on that thermometer. We yep. are trying to hit 60 so we can tell you about the nude bee. That's right. If you are already a subscriber uh, and uh, you would like to upgrade, look for an email coming to your inbox soon from me telling you how to do that. It's basically just reply to the email and let me know. And uh, so if listening to the show makes you happy, please kick in a few bucks. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it helps us keep the show running for the next year. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for uh, for listening and supporting, whether you are able to subscribe at this time or not. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you listening to Spilled Milk. And in fact, like quite a lot of people listen to this dumb show and love it. And that makes me so happy. Yeah, it is so weird and so wonderful. So uh, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Once again, that URL is spilledmilkpodcast.com slash donate. Okay, wait, let me see what I get. (laughs) (laughs) Molly made the, the ultimate face of derision and perplexity. What is this? Oh my god, this um Is uh, it like a it looks like a, a very diminutive giraffe. I, is it a zebra? I think it's a zebra or a sad horse. <laughs> it's hanging its head. Yeah, it's hanging its head in shame. And it but it looks like it's got stripes. I think it's a zebra, but it's got a head a little bit like a hippo and or mashed potatoes. <laughs> head like a hippo. <laughs> god, I love that nine inch male song. Oh, look, I got Trent Reznor. Um, <laughs> there is this recipe. I just I didn't put this on the agenda because I just thought of it. Um, I think it is a Cook's Illustrated recipe for like Have key we lime about bars. How sexy Trent Reznor is. But, yes, but let's do it again. He is pretty much oozing. Like you know how there's it certain- is. It is. He's got an ooze to him. <laughs> you know how there are certain people you look at and you're like, they would be really good in bed. Mm-hmm. I think Trent Reznor would be really good in bed. Yeah, I think as long as right. he wouldn't be like looking at himself in the mirror too much. <laughs> I also get that feeling that he would be really into like watching himself, and he'd be really into himself. This um, am I attributing too I, much? I was am about I, to like take I, this conversation in a direction that I don't want to have on the show, so we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, okay, that's our Trent Reznor segment. Yeah. Okay. As as well, join us next week uh, when we <laughs> when, for about. our usual Trent Reznor segment. Like <laughs> that stringy hair. Like, ooh, I just want to like pet it. I once uh, read a New Yorker profile of him, and he's got like some dogs, and he's really like diligent about brushing <laughs> their teeth. Or wait, he's diligent about brushing his dog's teeth. Yeah, 
that's exactly what I would say New Yorker if profile. I were to be profiled for the New Yorker. I don't even have a dog. <laughs> but if they were going to do a New Yorker profile at me, I'd be like, you know, I always brush my dog's teeth. Um, like, well, what? no, I think there's like a part of it where he's like sitting outside in his like lavish garden or something in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And like his dog is like there with in his, him. In and his savage garden. It, was that a song? No, it was another band. I yeah, don't know that why was that was funny. Yeah, a different band. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, it, it, this is a real downward spiral of a joke. But oh. Sh- okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> you get me closer to ugh. Um, uh, okay, I was talking about a Cook's Illustrated recipe, and uh, it's for... I believe key lime bars, like key lime bar cookies, and the crust is made not of graham crackers, but of pulverized animal crackers. Uh, no, it's uh, it's good. It's better than you think, and but it's I think- very satisfying to put a bunch of animals into the food <laughs> processor. <laughs> um, I feel like the the flavor of these is not as delicious as a graham cracker there's something about the flavoring in these that is a little bit not quite right no but for i i agree but for a crust where it's not you're not just tasting it on its own it's it's about providing support both literally and figuratively i think i think it works well what is this throughout this episode i'm just going to keep handing you animals and saying (laughs) what is this (laughs) this is Okay. I mean, because I've got one here that is obviously an elephant, so they are capable of making an animal. I think this is a seal, but it's got some weird folds. What do you think? I think this is a seal. I feel like I see a little flipper. You're right. It's the seal. I can see that the seal is one of the ones that's printed on the box, and it's the same shape. Yeah, it's the seal. Okay, can we eat some more now? Um, Yeah. Oh, here's the giraffe. Oh, that is much more giraffe-y. Oh, Um, I see. The giraffe and the zebra are (laughs) hanging their heads because otherwise the cookie would break. If they had like a long neck sticking out. Yes. Okay. Okay, Yeah. Next. Okay. So wait, can we taste? Let's. So we've got two other varieties here. Mm -hmm. Let's taste. Oh, man. Okay. So the Trader Joe's organic animal crackers. Yep. They come in a clear tub so that you can, you know. Reseal it. And so you can see. It's it's clear so you can look and see if it has an assortment of animals that you want to bring home to your children. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I think I see a cat here. That seems very <laughs> dom- domestic. I, I do such a great job of brushing my cat's teeth. I want this on the record. Okay, hold on. Oh, these have a very different texture. Oh, interesting. Much more like flaky, crispy. Oh, these taste better too. <laughs> these are pretty good. These are really good. They, they have, there's no nostalgia to them like there is with the Barnums, but I would prefer, what? It's a donkey. <laughs> oh, this is a donkey? I think it's a donkey. Huh. Okay, let's see what else we can find. I mean, these shapes are... <laughs> I don't know what this is. Is this a yak? Yeah, that's a yak. <laughs> Definitely. Obvious yak. I don't know what a yak looks like. <laughs> there are when, a lot of... Or goat. Billy goat. Do you know what a yak Billy looks like? Billy goat's rough. Yes, because when I envision yak, I envision like just a big, hairy mass. Do you think this used to be a camel before it's like fell oh, off? Oh, yes. Sorry, did you say something and I cut you off? Oh my God, look at this elephant. <laughs> it's so cute. I was just talking about yaks. Oh my God, look look at his trunk. It is bigger than either of his <laughs> Oh my legs. God, that's so ridiculous. Wait, okay, wait, wait. I want to get a picture of that. Okay, so these have, um, mm, these have organic lemon flavor, which I'm definitely getting. And organic mace. God, I never think to use mace. Wow, I definitely don't have mace in the house. Wow, bravo. Which is, which is why I'm ill-prepared to fight off a prowler. Like this mountain lion. Like if a mountain lion comes into... I, <laughs> I mean, I think I would feel guilty about macing a wild animal. Uh, uh, they're prowling. <laughs> yeah, prowler. I... 
I keep cutting you off, but I'm living in in my in my own mind here, and it's so Molly is, richly popular. Is touching every cookie and then putting it back in exactly the way you would tell a three year old not to do. I don't know what that what is. What is this? It's a it's a hedgehog that had an accident. Anyway. I think these are great. These are very good. And, and it'll be interesting to see, because it's a large quantity, like how, it, whether they stay fresh longer than mm. the Barnums. Mm. 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 I'm going to eat these forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, I have to say that, so as a kid, my mom never bought the kind that was frosted, but occasionally I would be at like some sort of, you know, kid scenario. <laughs> was this while you were a kid or, while or like a, recently? While I was a kid. And somebody would have bought the frosted kind that often came in a really big bag. Yes. And I was always like, this is the best thing I've this ever This is one of the best tasted. kid scenarios I've ever found myself so, embroiled so in. So is Mother, so Mother's brand, so the original circus animal cookies, is this the one? I mean, these look just like what I'm thinking. I, I think it's the, that is the classic brand. And they, they like went out of business or threatened to at some point and then came back kind of like when there was a Twinkie issue. Kind of like what we do at each pledge drive season. We go out of business and then come back? No, we threaten to go out oh, of yeah, business. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, don't, don't give them our secrets. Oh. Um, oh, I thought I thought you were, you were alleging that we, like, disappear mm, every minute. week and then they come back. They used to be covered in frosting only on the top. Okay, I remember this was a thing. That, Ew. like, when they came back, they weren't the same. These don't taste the same as they used to. Hmm. Right? They used to taste like animal mm. crackers that have frosting on them. And this tastes like like a yogurt covered camel cookie. Here's here's where I have to admit something embarrassing. I don't like these very much, but I don't think I like them any less than when I was a kid and didn't like them. Oh, I loved these as a kid, and I feel heartbroken right mm-hmm. now. I mean, but they weren't chocolate, and I've always. I don't know what else I can say. I was, I'm gonna start crying. Oh, that would that would be something new for the show. Is this a pig? <laughs> I don't know. It's a white lump. <laughs> Hmm. You would think they would make the pig one pink. These taste unabashedly bad for you, and not in a way that is tasty enough to make me want to eat them. No, it's it's like a, they they you can taste the sucrose. You can taste the badness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta. We we need to cleanse the palate I gotta with some more my Trader mouth Joe's. Out with some Trader Joe's. Oh, mm. isn't that crunch? These are very lemony. Yeah, but they're great. Oh, oh God, I love these. I feel like if one were to get high and like then spend the next couple of hours just trying to identify, sit around with your friends and try to identify animal crackers, that's probably the most fun you can have. I think that's about as good as life gets. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Let's let's uh, put a pin in that and remember. Okay. For a future, for your bonus, bonus episode or just uh, hanging out. Okay, cool. I don't have anything else to say about animal crackers except that, God, mothers, mm. what happened? I mean, really, hold on. These used to be like animal crackers with a. This t- used to be my playground. <laughs> Seriously, the f- Seriously, this used these, to be my playground. These could not be any more different. The three, the, or the mothers. The, I mean, was there a different brand? Like, I have a hard time believing that this was. I mean, maybe. Um, I remember there, I think there was a Northwest angle to the mothers. And so maybe the brand that you got at your kids scenarios was different. Could there be like a Costco brand or something that's frosted? There certainly could be. In a tub. I wonder if there is. Maybe some listeners will write in and, and, and clear this up for us. Because Please. I really feel like there there must still be a frosted animal cracker 
that that still that isn't like fully coated yeah like, like all the way around in frosting that is just frosting on top i still don't know if i would like it but uh, i want to know i want to know the truth yeah um one more thing about animal crackers uh that uh if we don't mention it someone will is that they figure in an uh episode of uh buffy the vampire slayer season two which i've been re-watching recently with my kid i've never seen buffy the vampire slayer. um so there there this is not a spoiler uh there's an episode where uh one character is talking about animal crackers and says uh uh, how come the monkey is the only one that has pants? Um, does he mock the other animals by saying, I mock you with my monkey pants? Ever, every time I see that episode, which I did recently, I like go into the box and first of all, try and identify which one is the monkey, which is not easy. And yeah. then is it wearing pants? I It's not possible. So to this tell. would have been like an organ grinder monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because so on the box of Barnum's Animal Crackers, there's a gorilla. Um, there, there's no other uh, primate type thing. But wait, mine doesn't have a gorilla. Oh, wait. Oh, on the front. Yeah, on b- both sides. They're, t- they're different. The two sides okay. are different. Oh, wow. Oh, there's a koala. I found conflicting reports of how many different animals have featured in the Barnum's animals over the years. Like one source said like 50-ish and one said over 100. Do you think that they've been changing them out as different animals like come into fashion? Like, <laughs> yeah, mere- like-, like meerkats are hot right now. Oh, yeah. Komodo dragons. If it's if they do meerkats, do you think they did like a cluster of them, or did they find a way to get a bunch of different a bunch of meerkat cookies to stick together? No, I think they have to just all. I think it's just one that's standing up. But but meerkats they they flock they huddle right. Yeah, but that's only kind of like when they're sleeping or they're cold. Like otherwise, I think if well maybe they would all be standing up. I thought together. it was love. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but if that's how you see the world, fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. That, I think that's all I got too. <laughs> I mean, I huddle when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just by yourself. Just by myself. Oh. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, um, you can find us on Instagram. Yes. We're, thank you. Thank you for remembering. We've been meaning to do this for months. We always years. forget to tell you guys that we're on Instagram. We are at Spilled Milk Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Are we going to start posting more often? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. You can also find us on Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. And please do come over there and uh, and let us know, like, are there... What do you can you identify the animals? Do you do you is that your special talent? Like is there someone out there who can just immediately identify any animal in the Barnum's animal box? I think that there probably is and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that person would be a listener of our show. I think so too, but also like how could you argue with them? <laughs> like they could just be making it up, right? It's true. It's true. And like were there were there frosted like frosted on top only animal crackers that you remember? I hope so. And you can find us on uh, on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Please leave us a review. Matthew almost burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to burp, but I was. <laughs> then I got sad thinking that what someone gave us a one star review. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I was thinking, it was like, like, like if. I- like if a giant picked us up, would they be identi- able to identify us as humans based on our shape? But like, what's the joke? <laughs> I'm um, Molly. No, 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 no. Oh, we no? I can't. Um, I mean, maybe we can. Okay, you're Molly, and I'm Mattress. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know how to be mature at this table. <laughs> I feel like uh, I don't know how to be mature at this table is the title of a Blink-182 album or something. <laughs> 
my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 